You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is uh, Jay Horowitz with a special edition of, uh, edition of Amazing Mets Alumni Podcast. My special guest is Lee Mazzilli. Uh, so on your resume, you have player, coach, manager, actor, <laughs> yeah. TV yeah. analyst. Uh, uh, am, I forget, am I forgetting anything? Yeah. Father. Father, most uh, important. Most now most we're important. adding advisor to the first in Mets old-timers day game in 28 years. When we first started this project mm-hmm. in, in midwinter before the first guy called was Mavs, great help to me. Stuff that you told me, Lee, what would you think was the most important? I'll tell you, the most important thing you told me, the players can't leave there not feeling wanted. They have to leave with a good feeling yeah. in their stomach. Well, you know, I've been through a few of these. And the thing about old time is they, one, obviously it's for the fans, and the fans get a huge kick out of this. But we, we are a small fraternity of baseball players in general. It's a, it's a, it's a fraternity. And to get all the guys together... It is so amazing because we see each other. We, we may not have seen each other for five years, ten years. And then when we see each other, it was like we never left. You know, right away we'll talk about a game in 1979 or 1985 or things of that nature. Uh, you remember what happened there. Obviously the stories get a little longer. You know, we lie a little bit more about uh, what we did. <laughs> uh, but that's the special uh, connection that the players have. And... I'm looking forward to seeing some of you know the 62 Mets. Um, you know Ed Cranepool. I played with Crane, uh, so it's just good to come back and reminisce and see guys. And God willing, they're all healthy, uh, and that's what it's all about. Uh, August 27th at City Field. I forgot one thing: speed skating champion. Speed skating, yeah. Yeah, I forgot that. You know, yeah. could have been in the Olympics, right? Could have in 1972 in Sapporo, Japan, at that time. But Jay, if you remember um, back then, you couldn't be a professional and amateur status. You couldn't do that. Now everyone's professional in the Olympics, and I had to go to um, Colorado in the Air Force Academy. They had a two-month training seminar that you had to participate to get to the Olympics. And I couldn't do that. I couldn't go because that was right in the middle of baseball season. And that was in the middle of time where I was looking to get drafted. And it was a big time to stay home and play. And, you know, I look back now and I think, you know, I wish I had that opportunity uh, to do it um, because I think it's an honor to represent your country and be an Olympian. But, uh, you know, I think I I picked the right sport. (laughs) I would have liked to see you on the skates. Was that Bonnie? What's his name? Bonnie, Bonnie Blair. Yeah, she, gold she, medalist. She, yeah, she remembered you. It's a good yeah. things about you. Eric Hayden. Yeah, uh, you know all those. So it, it was a, a big part of my uh, childhood. You know, growing up, I played baseball in the summer and skated uh, in, during the winter. Another thing you told me: get a nice gift for the guys. You know, and stay away from the suitcases, the ties, <laughs> and with your guidance, you know, and the, the acceptance of our ownership, Steve Cohen and Alex Cohen, we got nice rings for everybody. Really, to be something to be proud of. And why? Why is that so important? Especially this year, in the 60th year as Mets baseball, to have a nice memorabilia. Well, you know, you know, we said, do you want to give an 80-year-old player luggage? 
Where they go? Exactly. How many trips they have left in life? You know. So I think I'm 76. Yeah, I can't get luggage. No. Where Where are you going? No, but going to the park. No, I just think that. Uh, you know, like I said earlier, it's a fraternity. You're part uh, of an alumni, and you're part of a family. And, you know, the Yankees did it, the, Met, the Mets are doing it, um, and that should be, you know, recognized as as players. And it's just, it's a, it's a good thing to know that you're part of a family and a fraternity. One of the hardest things to do, because some jerk invited 65 players to this game, is fitting everybody into the game. I knew you're going to get with with Terry Collins and Willie right. could help manage. How hard is that to move around the guys you know, during an old timers in game? It, it's it sometimes could be difficult. You know, I, I was, matter of fact, I was just speaking to Terry Collins this morning on the way here. I called him up and I said, "TC, this game is going to be harder to manage than you did in the World Series." And he started laughing. You know, because you know. The fans want to see the players on the field. And, you know, we're getting up in age. We're not kids any longer. Um, so it's hard, you know. But, so I said, you got to get guys to play to get on the field. And, you know, one thing about an old-timers day, which is fun, no player, no matter how you slice it and dice it, wants to be embarrassed on the field. You know, these players have pride, you know, and they want, and they want to do well. But we can't. We know we can't. We're not the same. But uh, that's the hard part of getting the guys out on the field. And, you know, we may have to stick some – pitches in the outfield just to fill up if a guy can't get out there and you know we don't want anyone to get hurt that's the main our first you know thought process is you know we look after the player and we don't want anyone to get hurt and that's that's a big thing so we're gonna get through it we're gonna have a fun time you know when you and I when you approached me about this and asking me some advice so you know um you know I I would do anything in the world for you but uh you know we talked about having two guys to manage and and you know we picked two good Good guys that uh, are going to represent it well. Terry Collins and and Willie Randolph and, and Joe Torre and, and Bobby Vee will help and, and Joe Joe T and Bobby V are there. So we we have some great great baseball people that are going to be around there. And, and this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. going to be a lot of fun. Another thing you told me, and it may sound kind of stupid, Use only one dugout during the game. Because if we use the two dugouts, the guys in send a third base dugout feel left out. And I would have never thought of that. I mean, well, you know, like I, you know, like I keep going back to this is it's a fraternity. You haven't seen guys in a long time. We want to be together and talk. You know, I know the fans want to see the game. The players don't want to play the game. You know what I'm saying? It's a catch twenty two, uh, in a way. Uh, but we want to know how their families are doing, how their kids are doing. Right. Like we haven't seen guys in a long time, you know. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing John Stearns. I know hopefully he's going to make it. He, yeah, you know he's he's a little bit under the weather. He, he's going to come. I just yeah. spoke to his brother yesterday. He's going to come with some support. Yeah. You know, John's about some illnesses, but he wants to be there and. 
know, and he's part of the Mets history. So, you know, being a teammate of him, you know, I, I've texted John back and forth, see how he's doing, and, and he thinks that every time he gets a text from people, it, it just makes his day. So I'm looking forward to see the bad dude, you know, and and people like that. So that's why you want to be in a dugout. You want you just it, it, it's just. Now it's Frank Thomas is 92 years yeah, old. No Frank very well. He had maybe. a home he had a home run in the Polo Grounds. He had a home run at Chase Dayton. He's telling me he wants to hit him run now in City Field. I won't doubt it. And you know the opening. I hope he does. It's going to be you know 85 year old Jay Hook, won the first Mets game, right. pitching to Mike Piazza Hall of Fame. Awesome, isn't that awesome? If Frank Thomas hits a home run, this will be the greatest sports feat in the it's, history it's, of sports. You know, speaking <laughs> of home runs. Bartolo is going to be here. Do you awesome. remember seeing that live? Oh when yeah, he was great. How great was that for the team and just all in baseball? I mean, I think even it was against the Padres, right? In San Diego. In San, yeah. Even the even the Padre players were getting a kick out of that. It's just well, so James I'm Shields, looking forward to seeing Bartolo. I yeah, really am. James Shields wasn't too happy with that day. I tried, <laughs> I tried to get him doing it. Should have threw another pitch. He, 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 he was. I mean, who are you most looking for? The 69, we have, you know, Frank Thomas, Craig Anderson, uh, Jay Hook, you know, Steve Dillon, you know, Crane Paul, Shams, Yeah, every one of them, you know. Um, and we're going to have to really kind of introduce ourselves because it's been, you know, some of them have been 30 years since you've seen people, and people change, you know. I'm looking forward to see John Matlack. Is Matlack coming? Right, he's coming. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking to see John, you know, as a teammate. Uh, for me, you know, I learned a lot of baseball from John and, Jerry Kuzman and Tom Seaver, because when I came up, they were all teammates. Joe Torrey was my teammate. And I learned a lot about hitting from Seaver, Kuzman, and Matlock, believe it or not. Yeah. You learn. They tell you how they set up guys and how they pitch guys. And it's just, uh, it, it was it was really a, a good school of, of baseball. To Joe, come from. Joe is my first manager. Yeah. Ed. And he gave me, the, he taught me the ropes, how to react in the Major League locker room. Mm -hmm. I know you're close to Joe. On our first road trip to Montreal, he took me to a uh, tie store on St. Catherine Street. Right. Um, and he bought me five of the ugliest ties <laughs> and had to wear them every day. But Joe was, you know, through the years, he stayed in touch. I know you're yeah. close with him and his family. And uh, Joe's so doing well. I just saw him at his golf tournament. Um, back then, when you said he bought you a tie, back then when you traveled, you had to wear Suit and tie. Suit and tie, right. Yeah, remember you had to wear a jacket, tie on road trips? Now, no more. I still about your career. Your career with the Mets, two different times. You came up, uh, mm -hmm. number one draft pick. Team really stunk for a while. And, and well, it, you know what? I came up in 76, and the team did not stink at that time. You know, we finished third. I think we were tied right, for third, yeah. 76. Well, a little and stink. It, no, no, but in 77, you know, it was a little bit of change, but you still had the makings of a good team. You still had Seaver, Kuzman, Matlock. Right. Okay. Um, you know, Stearns was over there in a trade. You know, Torrey was still playing, but he, you know, and then he became player coach uh, in May, player manager in May. So the mate, you had John Milner, Kingman. So you had a team that after 76 finished third, you had, thought you had a chance of still being a competitive team. Then that's when the Seaver uh, trade yeah. Mid happened. Midnight Massacre. Yeah. And um, they went in the other direction, yeah. which is fine because every organization does that somewhere along the line. They look to rebuild. And, you know, I don't know if it was the right decision or wrong decision, but that's the decision that was made. And, um, you know, it was, it was different. You know, like I said, Joe took over as player manager. 
and then Joe became the manager for the next five years or so. But we weren't very good after that. You know, we just it was the lean years, but it was also the lean years of New York City. I mean, right. you know, it was a tough time. You know, living here, being here, playing here. Uh, the city was broke. You remember you, the blackouts? Did you, you play the blackout? Game? Yeah, sure. Yeah, the blackout. You had the blackout of New York City. You had the garbage sanitation strikes. You know, you know, New York wasn't a fun city to be in in, in the seventies. You know, it was tough times. And then, but they they came. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Out of it. So I, as I started to see your career, two different decades. Yeah. Came back in 86, big pitch hits in, in the uh, in, 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 in Six series. Six and seven, yeah. And, and there's 20-plus guys from 86 are going to be there. Unfortunately, Davey's not feeling yeah. great. He can't come. But So you can see guys in the beginning, the end, and the middle. I mean, yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's special for me. Yeah, absolutely. I got a chance to... Uh, like you said, be with the guys from the beginning of the Mets to to now. Uh, so I've been very fortunate in my lifetime to be associated with all these players. And uh, you know, see the '86 team is it, it's uh, it's going to be kind of cool. Um, I think it's time for the Mets to win now because yeah. me being part of '80, I'm tired of '86. <laughs> you know, it's like it's time. You know, you want them to win another championship. You know, you want right, to put right. another. another uh, trophy on a mantle and, and and start a new era and you know this team is pretty good they have a chance yeah you know what the hardest part of me would getting getting calls from guys you want to invite yeah you know, and it's not easy and, and and you know and I can't and I can't you know it's funny you say that because I know how you know when I, when I was uh, helping out a little bit with the Yankees on that it's very difficult and it's not it's not a cut and dry no yes or no right it's like you have compassion. You feel for them, and and it's it's. I'm glad that I ha- don't have to make that decision. I'm glad yeah. it's on your shoulders, because <laughs> you stay up at night thinking. Well, about I that. don't sleep anyway. Yeah. I mean, but but you try to get you get guys who have personalities like Benny Agbayani. Yeah, wasn't an all star, but he's a big. He was he was every man. You know, right. Rotan Hawaiian had a big home run. Blue collar you know, worker. I mean, yeah, Todd Pratt right. wasn't an all star, but right. he one of the biggest home runs in. You know, in Mets, in Mets history, right? In, in That's exactly. That's why I'm trying to include guys who are mm-hmm. like Andy Chavez, really not out, but phenomenal, phenomenal play in life. Yeah, Just, we're trying to include all the historic moments in, uh, you know. In, but it's good that you have that problem because that means you yeah. have a lot of good things happening or that happen. So. That's but, a good. That's a good problem. Man. Hey, I, I, 
I'm looking for. Listen, I couldn't have done this without your help, man. No, that's not true. No, you are, true, you right? are, and everyone got, knows that you are the greatest PR man that ever well, lived. You never say no to anyone. You're uh, always accommodating. So when people or you ask, "Can can you help me out?" I think myself and every player in your thirty some odd years, forty ne- some odd years, forty man. now, will never ever say no to Jay Harwood. Yeah. So that's a pre- testament to I'm, you, my I'm, friend. I'm a long way past my bar mitzvah age. You're ready. You ready for Babylon? No, not yet. <laughs> you know what? We started. You pick up Arthur Richmond was yeah. my was my when I came to the Mets in '80. Yeah. He was my advisor. I mean, he always used to say, "Jay, you want to be a pallbearer at my funeral." And Arthur was great to me. He was just a good guy, and he would really get a kick out of the, he More than anybody, Arthur would have gotten a kick yeah. out of being at this And his famous saying was, bye-bye, Babylon. Yeah. It was time to go. Yeah. It was time he, to go. He was, he's a great man. Yes, but he was. Yes. August 27th, uh, it, uh, the gates open 3.30, games, introductions 4.30, game 5.30. Please be there. It should be a great game. And Matt, thanks again for my help. My pleasure. My pleasure, my thanks, friend. Lee. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.